Oh yeah, it's on, it's on. We are back, and we're back with a vengeance. It is episode 11 of season 2 with Sippin' Tea and Joey and Marie. That's how we do. That's how we roll. That's how we do, baby mm-hmm, boo. Mm-hmm. El once, chico. El once. <laughs> All right, we're back in it. And uh, one thing we have to talk about, because we, we, were, we were already talking about this before we even turned on the microphone. Yes. And this is bugging. This has been bugging me for a bit, especially bugging. after watching the Selena uh, series on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Both you and I, even your sister and even your mom, a lot of us were like, I, I don't know what it is about Selena's dad that seems kind of shady. Yeah, like gives me the fishy vibes. Like, yeah. I just don't trust someone. I know, and I feel <laughs> bad because I don't want to be like that. I don't want to stereotype the guy. Yeah, you know? it, like you're stereotyping the 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 parents yeah. of music artists. That yeah, are like really this big. musical icon yeah. that we all love, right? And uh, R.I.P. Selena, because mm-hmm. I'll do anything for Selena's. Always, but. ever. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I'm like, okay, I know there were some issues with him and Chris and Chris, yeah, uh, Selena's widower, and uh, you know they they didn't even really want to have his character portrayed in the series. From what I hear, am I right oh, on this? Yeah, a hundred percent. And like, but at the same time, like you've seen like Chris's character portrayed in the movie when Jennifer Lopez. Was I like that Selena, one. Selena. That was my favorite. That John was Cita? my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then even with the with the show, you you had Chris Perez's character, but both. Both like sceneries, I saw Chris as just he was a very humble dude, and he he knew to see both sides. Mm-hmm. Like because even with the Selena show, there were things that he actually agreed with Selena's family that Selena didn't agree with. So like he always kind of tried to see it both ways. But it was almost like the family just wanted to make his life always hard. Yeah, like they just, well, it's they like just chose to do it. They were like, "This is the this is uh, the money machine. We yeah. got to keep the money machine like, going." They just chose to do it. It seemed like that. I don't know. Obviously. I I have no idea. We're just speculating here. Speculate. So but don't hate same, on yeah, us. Don't try to cancel time, us. When Chris Perez did drop that 2012 memoir of Selena, like it was a whole, you know, and that's kind of where that lawsuit began as to, you know, Selena's dad say, like, you have no right. That's why the dad yeah, has been hating no on right since, right? Anything, like as far as her, state, he must have said something that he, that they were, this, he was probably like, this is supposed to stay in the family. Yeah, you like, know? and you ain't family. And you know, then like, he's like, bruh. That was my girl, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And uh, but anyways, but in a sense, like now that everything, you know, with Chris Price, he just tweeted a, um, a week ago that finally the family and himself have resolved their ongoing legal dispute over the proposed documentary on the singer's life and music. Um, so hopefully, w- with that change, like you know, he gets to kind of put his two cents in because I feel like Selena, that that was really her love before she passed. Yeah, for sure. And so to to kind of portray that in that documentary, like you should be able to portray that because she wasn't just a music artist. Like she was a very young woman who had a lot of potential and her own, not her only dream wasn't just to be a musician. Like she wanted to be a fashion designer, and I think yeah. with the show, you got to see a little bit more of that. Yeah, I did like the show, but mm-hmm. you, you can't touch the OG film. Well, I mean, you got you got J Lo playing uh, yeah. Selena, you got John Cena playing Chris, you got my boy Jacob Vargas. What's up? No, bro? that's like a good playing lineup. AJ. Right. But did you hear? So like. Uh. 
you know, as as we're talking about, you know, what's better and what's not. Um, did you see that they're making a Mario and Luigi movie? Yes, I and did. And you see who's playing Mario. Yeah, you know, and I know people are tripping <laughs> out, but honestly, you got to think of it this way. This, because people are tripping that it's Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Yeah. And they're like, he's not even Italian. Hey, forget about it. No, yeah. but look, like, okay, let's say he does the accent, the Italian accent, okay? I honestly think he has a potential. He was on the Lego movie. Yeah, like, and, but here's the thing, though, too. Like, y- y'all got to, you got to remember that this is a Japanese video game that yeah. was created in Japan and they just used so, yeah, an Italian sense, yeah, like, so, it, it wasn't really going to be an Italian dude and like, even the guy who voiced the OG Mario was not even Italian he was but, like American of French descent yeah so like it's honestly Chris Pratt I think he could do it like, yeah I, I could do it as soon as I saw I was like that's pretty dope but what I was really excited for and like I just been laughing on stop is the fact that Seth Rogen is going to be uh, Donkey Kong oh yes like, oh that's gonna be perfect and so like <laughs> yeah, yeah you're that laugh is you guys weird. imagine <laughs> Seth Rogen Logan's laugh as Donkey Kong, like that's just like I, I I'm actually very excited for this movie, and I think the lineup of actors at the Jack have Black on is it, on there too. Yeah, I Jack love Black, Jack like, Black. So I'm like, I honestly like it's just like the Lego movie. Like I love the Lego. It's gonna movie. be funny. Regardless. It's going to be funny. So oh, yeah. like y'all don't hate on. Uh, don't everybody hate on just Chris wants Pat. to put their two cents. I know. It's like just like, as we're doing our two. Giving our two cents. Sense. <laughs> that's the whole purpose of our show. We give our two cents. Hey, but, but we're professionals. Yeah, we're professionals. <laughs> but no, like I'm so excited about it. So I'm like, you know, that's pretty cool. Like. I, I've always loved Mario, but like you said, like it's a, it's it's a it's based on a Japanese video game. Yeah, and then like all of a sudden, like you're trying to Americanize it by being a talent, or like it's just like. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> all right, calm down. You're okay. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be all you're right. You're going to watch it. They're going to make money. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> so one thing that is happening, we're going to be talking about reboots, all right? Mm-hmm. And we have a, a slew of reboots that are happening. One that I'm glad that, ha- I mean, it already happened. They already filmed it and everything. Yes. It just wasn't dropped. And I'm glad they didn't drop it last year because they would have been crazy out of their mind to drop, drop off, it. to drop The Exorcist. You know, the Exorcist mm-hmm. was going to drop last year and they held back on it because obviously the pandemic. The pandemic, so, which is good that they're, but just like But it's strange. like, why would you drop the Exorcist, man, on 2020, one of the worst years yeah, of America? Ever. Like, you you really want me to hate you're 2020. Ra- you're really trying to mess us up even more, huh? So I'm glad they did it. It's supposed to drop soon. Uh-huh. And I can't tell you that I want to watch it because the original one freaked I, the I'm telling heck you, I watched me. The Exorcist oh, one you time. Do this to me, yeah, to I, me. So, you know, it's funny. So when I was in Washington, um, we, we, my sister, were like, we want to, you know, we, one of one of the nights we were staying there, we're like, let's go do something like, let's go check out like downtown Washington. And one of our uncles, um, our, the chef, uh, he had suggested there was an exorcist stair. So you know the part where the mm. pastor falls down. He's mm. like, you guys have to take a look. So we're like, okay, like let's go look. Oof. Okay, I, I have to say, I was so disappointed because it's literally just a flock of stairs. Yeah. And I decided to go up there, and man, those gave stairs, you creeps. Well, it didn't give me creeps, but like. That's pretty steep. Pretty steep. Like, it well, that's why he fell. Yeah, it doesn't look <laughs> steep from like looking down, but when you go up, me, me and my sister only walk like halfway up, and I was out of breath, and I was like, exorcist. <laughs> and I was like, good. But like, no, like, I've only watched that movie one time because I've just, it. It's disturbing. Me. But it is because it's it's loosely based on some of these, you know, yeah. um, real things well, the, that the, happen. Well, the crazy thing about it, because the, the, the cast was cursed. Yeah. You know the cast was cursed. Well, you, now, you, but but it, they did so many things that were sacrilegious. I mean, I'm not like the super, super religious dude. Yeah. But still, like, I don't mess with stuff like that. No. It, I just it's, don't. It's the, the idea of open doorways. Like, yeah. But I always oh, think man. it's crazy with scary movies. Like, the devil? Yeah, especially yeah. like with those, like, stung, things happen to these actors as they're filming. Yeah. 
And so, like, it's it just... Like, it, you, are you sure you want to be filming yeah, this? Yeah, like, it's, it's very you odd sure that, like, stuff like that always spot? happens. Because, like, you can, like, go... You literally can pull up just, like, a flock of, you know, scary movies that were filmed. And you can see, like, what happened to some of these... Like, some actors died from, yeah. like, the scene. Like, it's just... It's, it's weird. Creepy. It's weird stuff to even think that way. Like, but, like, reboots, like, you know, there's good reboots and there's terrible there's reboots. Total Recall? Yeah, I oh was just going to say that. I want to... I almost threw up in my mouth just saying that. No, like, I, I like, don't... Somebody, somebody had the old dad... The old Audacity to say that Total Recall OG is whack. I was like, bro, you, you better, you better slap yourself weeks. right now. Like you yeah, cannot tell. Weeks. Like let's, yeah, is it corny right now? Yes, yeah. it is, but it's a classic. It's like beautiful. it's one of those classics it's that, yeah, you can it's never. And they call the Farrell trying to, trying to come on, bro. Yeah, bro. Like honestly, I like. That's Colin. why I stopped liking him. You know, I like Colin, but I think he tries too much to be in some of these movies, yeah. and I'm like, okay, like, get out of here. Like, don't, don't, yeah. don't, don't do this to me. But there, there is one that's happening. Yes. and you told me about this, and uh, I had kind of heard something about this when I heard an interview with my man Play, mm-hmm. and then I was like, what? They're gonna do this? And yeah, it's a reboot. Yes, a reboot of House Party, which you know, that's for, my jam for, for one one bit. You know, I actually was watching the Kid and Play cartoon the other day. Oh, I love the Kid and, and Play cartoon. And I was like, man, I I love this. And then now, yeah. And so, if you guys don't know who Kid and Play is, like, actually on Netflix, all the House Party movies are on there right now. All the House Party movies. So I've been I've been kind of going through them again, and I just the first two are my favorite. The third one, yeah, yeah, it's okay. But yeah, they're making a House Party reboot, and you know, I'm like in the middle. Only because I see the cast, I think the cast is pretty pretty good. That you know what they got. You have LeBron James actually, um, you know, directing this film. The cool thing about this, I'm mm-hmm. just gonna interject real quick. The cool thing about um, having him produce this, yes. is that he is a huge, huge house party fan. Oh yeah, like he's a he's like a cult, you know, fan. You know, so like he knows what he's up against, and he knows that it's got to have that heart. Well, that, it's, it's that easy when you the live through the, yeah, it's, of the it's, OG version. It's yeah. easy when you live through the nineties, yeah, because it's 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 a lot more simpler to kind of put that nostalgic in those reboots. And then you also have Maverick Carter, who's also producing, and he's he produced Atlanta. I just thought of something. Uh huh. I kind of wish they would do this. Uh huh. Okay, I'm gonna say this right now, but, but uh, even if it's been said or here's not, a tip. okay, here's <laughs> tip. But what if? Okay, mm-hmm. what if they did the reboot? Mm-hmm. But it was actually taking place in the nineties. That would be cool. Like it, that, it's, I would want to see. It's the same, like the era, or even like that time frame to where you know the first house party and everything. That would be pretty cool. You know, see, that, that's why I'm kind of like I, I, I want. I'm, I'm in the middle because obviously you can't take away that nostalgic nineties yeah. um, classic right there. But also, like I'm, I'm very like okay, like I, I, I trust it enough because the, even the original. Um, writer slash director Reginald Hudlin from you know all these other house party movies he's going to be kind of co um, co producing with it okay so it's nice that you have the person who actually filmed these mm. to kind of give you insight and then LeBron James like he's pr- I I feel like actually I didn't know he kind of helped um with Space Jam yeah I, I didn't know he did I liked that. it I know there were a lot of people hating on it I I think honestly the reason why people are hating on it because they just don't like LeBron yeah that's it. There's no other reason but, but why? Because it's a good flip. I think he's a pretty smart dude. Um, the fact that he even has a movie production kind of deal like that—that's pretty cool too. Because I, I think he has a potential to do it. And like I said, like with him living in the '90s, that—that's a little bit easier. Is when you get to live through that era, yeah. versus like you kind of looking, having doing your research and they try to make it that way. Mm-hmm. Like, but then you have the shy star um, Jacob Lattimore who's set to co-star. In this 1990, you know, reimagining of the the cult film House Party, and you also have 
this other guy, which is Tawson Cole, he, he's from Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. He's a British actor, so he hasn't actually done any uh, American. He's Brit. Yeah, he's a little oh, British. Oh, he's Brit. So he's a little British. Well, maybe he'll use that. Yeah, he's done an American movie. Oh, so it's possible. <laughs> um, but this is going to be one of his first like legitimate American film, mm-hmm. and so I'm very excited because I I do remember his character in Doctor Who, and I I actually liked him. So I'm like, okay, like I I think it's always cool when you kind of you know expand. there was a fifth house party. Yeah, I did see that one. Honestly, I enjoyed that one well, way I, more than I enjoyed three and uh, four. Yeah, because when I found out about this, I had asked it. I was like, didn't they already make one, or like kind of something? Yeah, because like you remember that? at the end, kid and play yeah, come out at the end of it, out. Yeah. and so that's why I was like, huh? Like, I guess why was he remaking this? But I it was wasn't like, great, but it was better. But it was better. Yeah. But I, I, I do think from this upcoming reboot to that film per se, like I think it will be better yeah. because they're gonna have that potential of the you know '90s. But I mean, it just goes to say, like even you know you have these 90s films and everything and you you wanted to keep it nostalgic in that sense but at the same time if you can kind of have the ideal um situation to where you can make it for people who are you know in the 90s and also people presently like yeah. i think you can make it work yeah, and i, and I think possible. with the the cast they have directors writers everything i digs yeah it, it's it's a possibility so i i'm definitely going to give it a chance i'm not All saying right. i'm not but I think that's where I kind of get in the middle is you have these iconic films that you just don't. don't. No matter what, the OG version is always going to be near and dear to my heart. And then like, you know, with Halloween, like coming up and everything like that, there's a reboot (laughs) that they're in the works of. That I'm not okay with. Yeah. Okay. You 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 <laughs> told me this one. I'm not okay with. And I'm kinda... the rest of my day. Once I found out the rest of the yeah. day, I was mad at the world. <laughs> but then you think about it like this, because see, I, I, I'm I'm kind of teeter tottering on this yeah. on this thing right here. Okay. Now, obviously, the OG version from the '80s uh, starred the Corys. All mm-hmm. right. Some of my favorite '80s, you know, icons: the Corys, Corey Feldman and Corey if Corey Haim. The film, you know, it's gonna be good. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, gonna, you know, gonna, gonna, gonna be good. And Lost Boys. <laughs> we all love Lost Boys. Lost Boys was dope. What is and, that saying? That saying? It's like or sleep all day, party all night. So like that. It's fun, fun do to you be remember like a vampire. That, do you remember this? That uh, a, a couple years back, uh, the guy who played the saxophone, the buff dude from yes. the saxophone, he came to Boise to perform that sex. Really? <laughs> Anyways, funny and stuff. And I missed it. And I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> you mean to tell me years later? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so they're remaking this. But then I think about it like this. Okay, the OG version can't can be touched. Yes. Can't be touched. I, I love it. But then they made those two sequels. Mm-hmm. Ooh, they were terrible. You know, so I, t- it's I purposely be forget them. Yeah. yeah, but I think okay. So like, I'm very horrified that they're rebooting this because like, how well, because, dare you? But they're actually putting a big budget behind it. That's but, why yeah, you know pay- it's going to be good. They're putting a big budget, and also the two, um, you know, the two. Actually, they're actually. I think they're teenagers now at this point. Two actors that are going to be in this film. I I see the potential, oh, yeah. and so you have Noah Jute from A Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. He's like the son, and you also have Jaden Martel, which is from It, and oh, so he yeah. was the main character too. Yes. So I, I think those two are. Yeah, really I good do. At it. I do like the the duo that they have yes. right there because you're still kind of getting that nerdy, yeah. like that little nerdy mm-hmm. vibe right mm-hmm. there. So in a sense, as far as they cast the two people, okay, like I'm okay with that. But I don't know. Like I guess I see vampire films now, and I'm just like. Well, it's because freaking uh, Twilight messed it all up. Come yeah, on, glitter on your face. Get the hell Although, out of you know, you, if you ever watched uh, What We Do in the Shadows, that's good. It's I love that vampires, show. but like Office. Which is really <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Um, that's a good vampire. Y'all gotta show. watch yeah. that. What We Do in the Shadows. If you haven't seen it, and check it out. Especially with Hispanic Heritage Month, you got Guillermo, which yeah, is Guillermo's Latino <laughs> actor, and man, that guy kills it. Like he, oh, that, so I think funny. that's why I love it so much. And it's funny because on the first episode, 
the reason why he wanted to be a vampire was because Antonia Vaneras uh, yeah. from Interview with the Vampire. Like, <laughs> and so that like the fact that he like that's really wanted Latino, to. Uh, of, uh, first Hispanic and yes. uh, as a vampire. He's I love him. I love him. My fiance is always like, "You love the show too much." I'm like, "Yes, I do. <laughs> I love everything about it." But like with the Lost Boys, like I just don't. I don't want them to. To mess they, it up. Yeah, to mess it up with vampires. Yeah. Because vampires are disgusting. I think they They're... could do a better job. Now, yes. now here's the thing. This is why I'm also excited. Another reason why I'm excited is because the CW was trying to make this a TV series. Oh, yeah. And you know if the CW got a hold of it, it would have been garbage. Anything CW related. And you guys corny. can fight me on this. Yeah, Anything fight. on CW is trash. Wait, aren't you the one that says that you like the Kung Fu show that's on CW? I said I kind of like okay. it. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't fully like it because let me tell you, I watched that's the episode. Corny. Yeah. I, I like it because the <laughs> arts like how could I not well, but, yeah. but then like when there's like some scenes that I'm like fast forward or click I'm gonna click it through or fast I'm like I could get through the episode without watching this part like but like anything see I feel like ever, anything CW related like they just trash it and like especially with the Powerpuff Girls right now like they dro- like one of the they actresses dropped to, out yeah. they had to redo the first episode because it was like crap like and so it's just I'm very glad that Lost Boys did not end up there because yes. you yes. y'all would have really really made me disgusted that's for sure <laughs> Now, this reboot, we are 100% in agreement with yes. this reboot. Um, you watched this show when you were a kid with me because I was a huge fan of this show Which is crazy growing too. up. Yeah, like, it's crazy that I, I watched all pretty much all the seasons with you because this is during the time when Netflix only sent you the CDs. Yes. Like, it was sent it to the ML. Um, but when I, like, bring it up to some people, like, nobody knows what it is. And I think that's, like, one of the pros of, like, you know, growing up to where, like, I had parents that, like, were living through the 90s of music, movies, and all that. Because I was like, man, Quantum Leap was, like, one of those solid time-traveling so shows. It was a, it was <laughs> like, very well made. I mean, yeah, just, there's some cheesiness of, yeah, of it if you go like, back to look at cla- it. Like, that was very good for yeah. how many seasons they Scott had. Scott Bakula was the man. Quantum Leap. If y'all don't know Quantum Leap, look it up. It's a great Love show it. about time travel. It's about a guy who's into uh, 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 physics, right? Yeah. And then he somehow gets stuck in this Quantum Leap, right? Exactly. And so he gets pushed in into different people in time yeah so, so pe- people like people see, see these characters as these characters but he, when he looks at himself he's looking at him yeah he's looking at himself yeah. but everybody sees as this person so he like leaped into bodies right mm-hmm. so he was a that's how he would time travel he would yes. leap into a different almost like he was switching out souls mm-hmm. and, and the soul would be chilling in this other place yeah, where Al like, was at his boy Al and so the best thing of all oh, one of my favorite things about this show because you remember this yes. is that sometimes he would leap into characters that would be connected to other characters like he met uh, Stephen King like yeah. supposedly he gave uh, Stephen King the idea uh, about uh, Christine that's how I, yeah. I love it but that, that's what it was so cool but that's what I'm saying like for as many seasons that they had they kept they kept it pretty fresh yes it was they, good it never dragged or was yeah. like okay like you guys are gonna do this like they still like especially there were some characters that you absolutely loved and you're like man I gotta see what's happening with them like mm-hmm. and then you did have that tie in it's like yeah. okay that's pretty cool yeah. like, if you're listening right now you have no idea what we're talking about do yourself a favor and look up Quantum Leap you can, yeah, you can actually such a you good can show. get like the whole series on Amazon for like oh, yeah. 30 bucks like yeah. it's pretty cheap for it's what cheap. you can get it's it for it's super entertaining um, but yeah Scott Scott Bakula he, he yeah. really wants to do this yeah. and for so many years he has told the original writer like let's we have to make this happen and but I guess there's a lot of uh, right issues that were happening mm. and you know especially with some of these um, celebrities at the time now they're just so expensive to hire that it's like Ew, like it's kind of a they lot of work they just need to get a no name in. they need to make him out 
yeah, that, that's what I was saying. Like, and I, we, we talked about that before we, we did this. Like, I think it'd be cool to keep the nostalgia because putting him as Al and then whoever this character decides to be. A um, Because, like, he, on a recent podcast, he, like, put his two cents as far as kind of what's going on with this. And he's like, there's very significant conversations about it right now. He's like, I don't know what it would be. I don't know who would have it. The rights were a mess for years. I don't know if they even sorted it out now. And so I, I think he'd be totally down to be a part of this, whether he's Al or just kind of a side character. Or it'd be pretty funny like if this new character went into his body and oh, it was yeah. kind of like a tie-in right there yeah. um, but I think the quantum leap like it has a, it definitely 100% has mm. the potential to be a reboot oh yeah because like Twilight Zone like with you Twilight know, Jordan Peele doing yeah. that like that, it, it made it scarier yeah, it and uneasy it it because with the original one you're kind of ah that's funny yeah. like, but then this <laughs> one you're like mm, that's kind of weird yeah, like, yeah well <laughs> and, th- and here's another one about uh, another episode that I was I thought was so good yeah. is when he leaped into Lee Harvey Oswald. Yes. That one was so good. That one was so good. And that's what I, I loved it too because it, it wasn't always the good guy he yeah. jumped into. And that one was probably mm-hmm. one of the best ones well acted on his part, on mm-hmm. Scott Bakula's part, is that like he was battling with the 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 craziness of this yeah. man in his mind. So it was mom. You just gotta watch this, okay? Quantum Leap. Yeah, Quantum Leap. <laughs> is like, it it's, it's definitely a show you have to. And if you love time traveling and stuff like that, that's a solid oh, yeah. show. It is. And I I think it, it, even to this day, because I rewatched like a scene the other day. I think it, it it's held up pretty good. Like yeah. it obviously, like I said, there's cheesy parts, but it's not like anything to where you're like, I'm not gonna like. You gotta watch it because yeah. it's it's pretty interesting. You know cause... which one? Uh, which scene was probably one of my favorites in that show. Uh huh. And it wasn't it wasn't had it wasn't tied to anything like, you know, to another famous character, nothing. But mm-hmm. I guess kind of so, sort of. But uh, he he leaps back into himself as a kid. Mm-hmm. And while well, his dad dies of cancer, yeah. his brother dies in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So when he leaps back into himself as a kid, he's trying really hard to keep his brother from yes, joining Vietnam. And then he's trying really hard to keep his dad from smoking. No, that was good. I like that, But remember, he tells the sister this, and the sister's like, you're crazy. Then he sings John Lennon, Imagine. Imagine yeah. all the people. He starts singing that song, and, and then uh, his sister just bursts into tears, and he's like, oh, why are you crying? And he's like, because it, if this song is that good, she goes, then everything you've been telling me is true. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh! You like, know, oh, my so heart when, hurting, man. I, I love was like, John Lennon so much, but yeah. when when they made um, yesterday, yeah. and you know, like yeah. the whole concept yesterday, of the Beatles were existing, so yeah, and you away. got you got Hamish Patel, who um, was the, the the main guy that um, he was like claiming all these songs and. I cried so much when they showed John Lennon. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, my God, because he's, like, alive. Yeah, he's alive. Like, he's alive, yeah. and he, you know, um, Hamish Patel is, like, asking him all these questions, like, because he know, you know, obviously he knows he passed away. And he's asking him questions like, what what was your key to happiness? What was your key to success and everything? And he's like, no, like, just having my wife and kids. I was like, oh, Ooh, and he's not here but no, that was a good episode. But like, yeah, Quantum Leap, like definitely ten out of ten. I I do hope that the someone wants to pick this up because it it really has the potential. Oh, of it being does. A so much potential. And I would love to see it, especially at this day and age with oh. with all the technology we have yeah. to recreate these yeah. these amazing scenes. Well, you have like scenes. Black Mirror, and like I said, Twilight. Yes. Like, you, you have the potential. Oh, like, I would love science, to see a, a reboot of that. Science to really put that. So in. if anybody's listening right now, you got the power to make this happen. Make it happen, Hollywood. Yeah. 
Hey, Hollywood, make this happen. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta hashtag Quantum Leap. <laughs> quantum Leap, right? Let's do this like Brutus. <laughs> and now it's time to give a very special shout out. First off, I just want to say next uh, episode, we're going to have Max Hernandez, which is the creator of the animated cartoon, which is an adult cartoon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not adult like a dirty, but you know, they curse a lot. Yeah, they curse. Anyways, uh, the, the cartoon show called Max and Patrick, which I will be doing some, uh, voicing some of the characters. Show! Show! He's, he's gonna be he's gonna be on our show next episode episode 12 and then on episode 13 i am excited for this so i just have to say i love tiktok <laughs> i love tiktok for many reasons one in particular is the music i find like the music on there especially with some you know artists that haven't hit big just yet like and you you know i know right gonna hit this big. one right like, here Woo. man so this very i've listened to this guest. song so many times yes. this beat we're playing right this now beat we're playing is from right this now. song so Ariel and the Culture, we're going to have them oh, on our man. episode on way dope. Yes. yes. And we're celebrating. We're continuing celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month. Like I said, next week we will have Max Hernandez. And then uh, episode 13, we're going to have Ariel yes. and the Culture on the show. And oh my goodness. I'm excited. And you guys, I- I'm telling you, like you look him up. His music is freaking dope. Like this is a Latinx artist you're going to fall madly in love with as far as music goes. Because he knocks it out out of the park and especially with this song mm-hmm. and the video oh my gosh Dame like, tu amor. look it up yeah, look it up it. like I'm very excited to have this man on our show we're yeah. going to be talking about some cool stuff and I'm, I'm excited I'm that's, excited that's for sure so make sure you follow Ariel and the culture and also the Max and Patrick cartoon show mm-hmm. those are our two guests we're going to have on our upcoming uh, podcast and also we're going to be bringing the spooky vibes because October is on yes. the way <laughs> 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 and have a happy Monday 